This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining me now is an American physician, a clinical professor of medicine at NYU Langone Medical Center, author, contributor to The Hill, The Wall Street Journal, Slate, and Fox News. Uh, You all know who he is. Uh, He got us through the COVID pandemic. He is uh, Dr. Mark Siegel, and join me in welcoming him to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. All right, Dr. Siegel, I want very much to get your sense, and I think a lot of our listeners do as well, of what's going on with Joe Biden. Now, We've got the her report, her H.U.R., the special counsel, basically saying that Joe Biden uh, took and uh, withheld uh, classified documents that he wasn't entitled to. And he actually shared them with his ghostwriter, uh, which both of which are crimes. And but we're not going to prosecute him because he's a you know, he's an old man. Uh, with a poor memory, basically saying he's non compass mentis, he's not capable of standing trial. Uh, and obviously, if the man's not capable of standing trial, to me, it means he can't run the country. But from you, Dr. Mark Siegel, what do you see in the man who is the president today that is different from 2020 when we first saw him? In other words, I was watching a clip of him yesterday from 2021. He was a different guy. He has declined in three years tremendously. Well, Judge, first of all, thank you for having me. And I want to say that the entire conversation should be among doctors, not among politicians. Can you imagine when the press secretary is saying, well, I meet with him every day and he's the one asking questions. Is America supposed to believe that that's some kind of a cognitive exam? And, you know, we have a long history in this country of presidents hiding things on both sides of the aisle. You had Woodrow Wilson hiding the Spanish flu and screwing up the Treaty of Versailles, which led to the rise of Hitler. You had him serving out his term with a stroke that nobody knew about and his wife running the country. You had FDR with blood pressure you wouldn't believe and heart problems dying of a stroke in office. The country didn't know about this. None of this has really changed. And, you know, what's happening is they're circling around him, almost like vultures circling around him, trying to preserve their own jobs. I mean, you're right. asking me what, what I've witnessed. I've witnessed for years now and have been saying it for years because one of the things that's by pet projects is fitness to serve. I've brought this question up at every presidential election ever since 2008 when they made me look at 1,100 pages of John McCain's health records looking for a melanoma that wasn't there, I said, this is political. Let's get to the medical. We don't have any transparency. And, you know, you have a leader who mixed up three world leaders in one week. Look, ask me what I would do if a man like this came to my office, even if it was someone's grandfather. Someone's grandfather comes to my office, Judge, and can't remember who the president of Egypt is, who the current president of France is, who the current chancellor of Germany is, I'd say to them, how about an MRI? How about a cognitive test? I ran these questions by my 100-year-old father who got all of them right because he's with it cognitively. So it's not age. It's, It's actual acuity we're talking about here. 
Well, and I appreciate you're making that distinction because everybody's starting with, oh, Biden is 81. Well, Donald Trump is 77. You know, Donald Trump could do handstands around Joe Biden. But but I agree with you. There's a difference between age and cognition. There's also a difference between the ability to be physically active and mentally uh, fit. And it seems that Joe Biden is neither mentally fit nor is it can he be physically active i mean you know we see him on a bicycle sure but he falls off the bicycle he what what is significant dr mark siegel about the way he walks he walks like a robot what is that about what what is first of all i don't buy that that gate is an orthopedic gate the way that kevin o'connor his uh, white house physician said last year a year ago during the physical exam Hold right. your breath, Judge. You're, you're about to get another physical exam any day now with more obfuscation. That mm-hmm. was not uh, an orthopedic gait. If you watch him, that's a shuffling gait that looks neurologic in nature, and that tends to correlate with things going on in the brain, which makes any neurologist who's not being political ask for an MRI. Where is the MRI? Things like normal pressure hydrocephalus, things like vascular problems in the brain can lead to, lead to something like that. But I want to say the most important thing here before I forget. We're focusing on memory loss. You know what we're not focusing enough on? What? That memory loss and cognitive loss correlates directly with the frontal lobe of the brain and something we call executive function. What is executive function? It's the ability to make creative, flexible judgments that you obviously need in the chief executive. Judgment is impaired when cognition is impaired, and that's the key problem when you're talking about the president. Well, uh, you know, the idea of judgment being impaired, I mean, you know, people say that, you know, you you, you, you misspeak and this and that, and then they're trying to compare him to Trump. Uh, but the truth is he was so angry when he came out after the her the special counsel's report was released and they said well it was just gratuitous comments i as uh, legally and not politically uh, uh i want to be clear to my listeners robert her was obligated to put that in the report and i'll tell you why once he established the uh criteria for prosecution in that joe biden illegally possessed classified documents, didn't have them in a secure location, shouldn't have had them in the first place and actually disclose them. There is sufficient evidence there to be prosecuted. He had to explain why he didn't prosecute Joe Biden. Okay, it wasn't gratuitous. It wasn't critical. It was essential to why he didn't go forward. All right. That's number one. What? Judge, I have a question. I have a question for you, a legal question. Yeah. I think that 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 the special counsel did the left and Biden a favor because I think he could have ruled that you need a doctor's exam to, to with an affidavit about whether he's fit to to stand trial. I think he they did him a favor, even though he's gotten blasted by the left and the Biden administration. I've had to write many affidavits about whether someone is fit to stand trial. I think that's a doctor's role. Am I wrong? Well, it is a doctor's role, but I think if he had called it or asked for it, let, let, let's make no mistake. This final report, Dr. Mark Siegel, the special counsel's report on Joe Biden and classified documents, that's the final report. And I mean final, uh, uh, virtually final. 
it has been scrubbed several times before it came out. You don't, and I don't know what was in the initial report, what her may have put in that the Department of Justice under Merrick Garland scrubbed. So what you're saying makes perfect sense that they would have said, you know, this man is not competent to stand trial and therefore there should be an MRI. A doctor has to assess him. I am sure it was much worse before they got to the final report, which is what you and I are seeing. But the report. Okay. Now let's talk about Joe's reaction. Joe Biden runs out and has a press conference at like eight o'clock that night, which is really his bedtime. And he mixes up El Sisi uh, uh, with the president of uh, Mexico. And, you know, was it Rafa, the Rafa game? I don't remember what it was, but he mixes it up. But more importantly, he is outraged that they asked about Bo's son and about his son, Bo. And he literally says, I thought to myself, how dare they raise that issue? And the truth is that Joe Biden brought up Bo that the special counsel did not. And Jill Biden comes out and she says it was a political hit job. It was brought up by her to criticize my husband. I hope you can imagine how it felt. I was Bo's mother, and I don't know what the special counsel achieved by it. They then wrote fundraising letters off of that criticism. Now we know Joe Biden brought up Bo. And when Joe Biden came out at angry at that press conference to explain, allegedly, uh, he said uh, the truth is that uh, he brought it up. So he lied. He either lied or he doesn't remember saying it. Either of those things are bad. If he's yeah, lying, I, 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 he's corrupt. And if he doesn't remember who brought it up, then he doesn't have the mental capacity within days to say you know, what he did and, and shouldn't be running the country. Yeah, I, I, I agree with all that. By the way, two things. First of all, he's had multiple occasions where he said Bo died in Iraq. So it's this is nothing yep. new. Bo died of brain cancer, as you know, leading to the cancer moonshot, which the, which the vice president at the time, Biden, initiated. And instead of connecting those two dots, he seems to have forgotten where his son died even before the, the special counsel report. Second point about his anger and irritation, just need to say that that type of emotional response and defensiveness is characteristic of someone with cognitive problems. And the last person to know that they're not capable of something is the person themselves. That's why it's a disgrace for everybody to not be asking him to get an evaluation, because he's not going to admit it. He's not purposely Uh, saying, I want to run for president again in order to fool the country. He doesn't realize it. Those around him know. Interesting. And so Jill Biden, you know, by uh, she signed a fundraising letter. And, you know, I hope you can imagine how it felt as Joe's wife and Bo's mother. You know, how dare he raise that issue? The, The truth is she is the powerhouse there. Apparently, there is a story, I believe it was an Axios, who came running into a meeting and, and uh, apparently reamed people out after Joe had just done some kind of press, uh, not a real press conference, because we know he doesn't really do that, some kind of presser where he took some questions. She said, why didn't you end it? Why didn't you end it? And Joe just sat there looking down. 
She's the one who's running it. She's the one who wants the perks, the dresses, you know, the security and the planes and everything else. She is engaging in, I think, elder abuse by allowing him to do this. I mean, four years ago, it was bad enough. But to do it now, I think, is outrageous on her part. And I blame her because it's interesting what you say, Dr. Mark Siegel, that he doesn't know how bad he is. Is that true? That's what you're saying? That's what I suspect. I'm not there. That's very likely. And by the way, let me extend this point a little bit by something absolutely ridiculous that you for sure have picked up on. Kevin O'Connor, a family physician, comes out and says, I won't be doing a cognitive test. He doesn't need one after all these errors are being made. I mean, at the very least, he should do one secretly, right? Because if he did well, he can bring it forward and say, look, all you guys are wrong. Dr. Siegel is wrong for bringing this up. Look. Because he probably knows he can't do that. I mean, isn't it suspicious? Doesn't it smell that this analysis is being refused? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you do that analysis? President Trump, by the way, former President Trump asked me this very question four years ago. You know, when I was at the White House interviewing him, not the person, woman, man, camera, TV part that went viral. But he also said in that interview, Judge, he said, You think that America's leader doesn't have to be sharp? Erdogan is sharp. Putin is sharp. Xi is sharp. We have to be sharp. That was Trump's point on camera. And that remains even truer today. And and by the way, Dr. Siegel, a cognitive test is is not some complicated thing. It's relatively simple. What's a Minnesota? Is there a Minnesota test? how, How is it done? Well, there's several different ones, but it it does test memory. Now, granted, what Trump was saying was awful little, but it, it is about recall. It is about recognition. The one they would probably use is the Montreal test. That's the one that's most commonly used. And you, you probably should use it over time. Not a press secretary or a vice president assessing and, and a, you know, giving their testament for someone. How about doing it over time to see how somebody's doing? Because, again, the free world is at stake. Doesn't America wonder if you mix up the president of Egypt with the president of Mexico when with, with what's going on in Gaza? Yeah, how, yeah. yeah. And what about dead chancellors and dead Mitterrand instead of Macron? I, it's crazy town. And you don't think that these world leaders know that when they sit down with him and look at him? Well, you saw that Saturday Night Live type skit when he was meeting with the Brazilian president a few weeks ago where he, where he stumbled off the stage where he didn't shake the guy's hand, where the Brazilian yep. president was fuming, where he couldn't understand the word hello, you know, even with the universal translator. I mean, it looked like something out of Saturday Night Live. Well, not only that, this week with the Abdullah, the king of Jordan, he goes, uh, he hands it over to him, then he goes to the right while Abdullah's trying to speak. He looks at the floor, he goes to the left behind Abdullah, and then he looks at the floor and he shuffles over to the right again. The man is lost. This is very sad. Anyway. Well, it's a a time when we need great strength and fortitude in the face of what's happening in the world, and we're not seeing it, let alone what's happening here domestically. These are your areas of expertise. I watch you every day on the five. The borders are leaking. You know, millions and millions of people coming across, nothing being done, price of food soaring. The economy's in the tank. All he can say is that the economy's great. 
I mean, it's it's really a very sad situation. It is. And, you know, I say to my friends who are Democrats, the ones who are still talking to me, I mean, they make that they decide whether they like you based on your politics, whereas Republicans decide they like you not based on your politics because they just like you. But I say to them, I say, do you realize he's not all there? He is. He's the greatest president. These are smart people. And I just I just don't get it, Dr. Siegel. But let's let's before you go, um, you know, here we are in February and, uh, you know, they there was talk of, you know, it being a tough winter with the flu and everything else and COVID this strain and that strain. How are we doing as a country? We're getting better now. It's we're coming out of these things. RSV is way down. COVID is down and flu is starting to decline now. I think we're, we're heading for a spring in about a month. I said I. I spoke to the medical groundhog, and he says everything's okay. <laughs> well, Dr. Mark Siegel, let me ask you something. I mean, when you spend a lot of time in your office, you spend a lot of time writing articles and books. I mean, you're you're brilliant. You really are. So uh, are you. And, uh, well, thank you. But the, the, for you, I mean, your ability to get out there and communicate to the public as you do all the time is so concise. And I love how you give backgrounds, even historical backgrounds, as you just did today. It really is very impressive. And, you know, on behalf of a lot of people, I want to thank you for everything that you do. You are really wonderful, Dr. Mark Siegel, and we look forward to having you back. Great to be on with you, Judge. Thank you for having me. Take care. Appreciate it.